Hi guys, welcome back to Make It Make Sense. My name is Sevi Tennyson and here with me is... Joshua Matosha. Awesome, so let's get into today's episode. On today's episode, we'll be talking about credit cards. And people will be wondering, okay, what does this have to do with investing? But it does. It has a lot to do with investing. So Joshua, what do you think about credit cards? Being someone who, like me, came here with no idea what credit cards were, what do you do you like credit cards? Do you think they're a good tool? What do you think about it? I think credit cards are kind of like a double-edged sword. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they can be a great instrument, you know, mm-hmm. in achieving financial freedom, but mm-hmm. in the wrong hands, you know, with the wrong mentality, they can also be the downfall of a person True. financially, you know. And I, right off the bat, one of the reasons why I like credit cards is that it kind of gives you a, like we've seen accounting, it's a line of credit. Yeah. Right. Any cash flow needs you have, you can process it through that credit card while mm-hmm. receiving some kind of benefit. Mm-hmm. And another reason why I like credit card, it frees up capital to do other stuff. Exactly. You know, That's my favorite one. Yeah, especially if you know what you're doing. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and some of the advantages I like, I remember getting my first credit card, they give you a introduction bonus. Like, yeah. <laughs> credit card. And some credit cards, right, they'll be like, if you spend $500 in the first maybe two or three months, you get yeah. 200 or $300. Mm-hmm. Now, if you spend 500 this should not make you <laughs> just go and spend $500 for no reason. Yeah. If normally you spend $500 every two months or every month yeah. based on your bills, your other stuff, then it's just the same thing. Just like you're getting $200 for free. Yeah. You know, so instead of spending $500, now you just spent $300. Yeah. Like a $200 advance. Yeah. You know? So that from that can just be an easy, you know, easy cash you can get. Mm-hmm. Another reason why I like credit cards is because of the cashbacks, mm-hmm. you know, and I know when I speak to my friends, they tell me <laughs> that it's just 1%. It's really small, but yeah. hey, you know, it's a 1% you didn't have before. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's a 1% you didn't have Especially before. Especially if you're like maybe a new homeowner or you have like a major purchase, for example, like a like a laptop that you're about to buy, you know, 1% of it is not too bad, you know? So I think that would be like, you know, $10 that you didn't have before. So I definitely think that Whenever this cashback opportunities like utilize it, some people or some credit cards even go as far as giving like 5% cashback, 3%, 2% in some deals. So I think it's definitely something that people should take advantage of. Yeah. Another thing is that they add up. You know, true, true, it true. Seem small, but like the more you use it, you start discovering that, man, you know, over time, this adds up and you save yourself a good chunk of money. 100%. I think one, my advantage that I really like credit cards would be because of credit wordiness. Joshua calls me a credit score warrior. (laughs) (laughs) No, because I definitely think that with your credit score, it definitely sets you up for advantage in terms of interest rates. For example, for people who desire to own a home in the future, you could potentially get a really good interest rate because of your high credit worthiness, right? And if you have low credit score, it affects either your opportunity to secure a loan or just gives you higher interest rates, right? So one of the things you can also do use it with is car notes too, interest rates as well. And some insurance companies, you can potentially get benefits if you have a high credit score. Yeah, I definitely agree. And also with the freedom of capital, you know, and I say this... Kind of with a grain of salt, yeah. Because many people in our generation, we're still learning. Everyone mm-hmm. will learn how to invest, and there's always the temptation to be <laughs> irresponsible. Yeah, you know. And let's say, for example, you you work at a job, right? You have your typical, your normal salary. Yeah, you have your bills. 
if you have a credit card, you can use that credit card to pay your bills. And that mm-hmm. way, you know, some of the money from your salary, maybe you move it to your brokerage account. Yeah, and invest. Investing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because if you use, instead of your cash, you used your credit card to pay off those bills early on, you invest a little bit, obviously, in something more secure that can give yeah. you, not, like, it won't be guaranteed, but some trustworthy return. Then you're like, okay, I just got X amount of dollars from this so I could put it back towards paying it off. You know, another reason why I definitely like credit cards would also be the, is a fact that with credit cards, you can actually stop fraud from coming to you because guess what? It's the bank's money with credit cards. So there are more incentivized to make sure that that money is legitimate. Like the going out is legitimate as opposed to if you use a debit card to pay for something. Cause if you use a debit card, they're like, oh, whatever, it's their money because you always see the notes. Ah, if it goes out of your debit card, it's gone for good. But when it's a credit card, like I know Bank of America, they will stop <laughs> legitimate, uh, just transactions sure. and it'll be like is this you is this really you i get a notification from the bank app i get a text like is this you <laughs> say yes if this is you but if it's like debit card they don't ask me no questions it's just gone i just open my debit card, like ah this is just gone so i started pushing everything towards my credit card that way even like bills or like subscriptions i have forgotten they'll come and be like bro is this still you and i'm like oh i forgot i'll just put no and it will just stop that transaction from going through. So that's one of the reasons I definitely like credit cards as well. So another reason why I'll also say credit cards are greatest source of rewards, mm-hmm. right? And I know, for example, I have the Wells Fargo CashWise credit mm-hmm. card. And the more you utilize the credit card and you pay on time, you mm-hmm. start having these points, right? Mm-hmm. And from time to time, I think it's every month, Wells Fargo allows you to redeem it. Yeah. And boy, within time, you know, as time goes forward, you discover that, man, you're actually saving a lot of money. Yeah. So that's another reason why it's great to have a credit card. Another one I just thought of now is time. Mm. It is time. You know, yeah. so everyone, we all go through t- um periods where maybe it's difficult or yeah. logistics or you just having one of those days where yeah. it just seems like money is money just tight a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And let's say you know for sure, for sure, you know, you're expecting money at a yeah. sale, maybe next week, but you need to make a payment now. Mm-hmm. Your credit card just comes in handy and can make that payment. Hundred percent get the money in the future. You can pay it in full. However, <laughs> there is always a temptation to go overboard. Yeah. And I think it is human nature. You just put it on my credit card, just swiping, you know, <laughs> you're just swiping and going, just swiping and going. And this people will tell you, apparently some people can even spend over their limits. Oh, yes. And they're just swiping and going, swiping no, and no, going. No, no. And because when I came here, I was shook to see like some people had like $20,000 in credit card debt. I was like, huh? How is this possible? But it's very possible if you're not keeping track of your expenses and you're what I like to call a spontaneous spender, <laughs> right? And it's like, oh, let's go out for drinks and sushi and this and that. And the next, you know, this credit card bill is just wrapping up because a rule of thumb for most people is whenever it is you're spending like your credit card at every given point in time, you should be able to pay in full. Because think about it this way. For me personally, when I'm buying like, for example, a new iPhone, it's like $700, right? Depending on the iPhone you're buying. So for me, my AT&T allows me to pay an installment, zero, no interest added, free, no interest added at all. So it makes sense for me when I think about time value of money. Why give them all these $700 now when I can easily pay it step at a time and go and invest it and get like 3x the money that I had before, right? But some people will be like, okay, let me go and pay an installment because again, some credit cards, especially in the first year, zero APR, so you can pay things in installments. 
But when that 700 is not being put to good use for maybe towards your savings because you're having a particular savings goal or investing and you just go and blow it in something, another bigger purchase, it's not really financially wise. So then you're not using it as a good tool. Yes, I definitely agree with what you're saying. Another reason why I would say with credit cards you should be careful is especially if you tend to spend more than you can afford. True. <laughs> especially mm. us young people. You, know? <laughs> you like to flex <laughs> a little bit for the gram. And the truth is that this, I will use the word temptation, comes to everyone. Yeah. And this is when you have to be disciplined. Yeah. Right? Because there's something they say, you know, uh, t- a thousand small cuts can turn to like a severed head. You know? mm. Just spend a small 50 here, small 100 here before, you know, you wake up and you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. What have I gotten myself into? Whereby, if you had just a debit card, mm-hmm. that would never happen, you know, because your your card would get rejected. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> it will not work. Every, you don't know yeah. sufficient These funds. These banks know what they're doing with credit yeah. cards. If you're disciplined, you will enjoy it. You use yeah. It will help you. It's it definitely it's does. Give you financial freedom. But if you're not, you know, you're just like a pawn for the banks. You will owe them for a very, very long time. Sure. You know, that's why we have to be very, very careful. Keep yourself accountable mm-hmm. for how much you spend when you use your credit card. Yeah, like it was my dad that said it when I told him, like, oh, I look at me. I just got a credit card. And he was like, yeah, good for you. But this is not welcome to American money, you <laughs> know. <laughs> but it's like, use it judiciously. Like, it's whatever your fixed expenses are, that's what I use it for. And it's like, okay, if I'm going to spend $20 going out or something i pay with the credit card and instantly pay with a debit card so i can see it going and that's just for me some people would have like different methods of how they spend their like credit card or their payment setup and everything like that in order to make sure that their credit score is improving but at the end of the day the more of the entire story is whenever you're spending the credit card shop base because you don't want to be slapped with all these interests because you see some of them 23 percent 29 29.999 something percent you know how we interest talk, we talk about compound interest yeah you know, your investments can compound man your <laughs> credit interest, card will compound, compound and it compound it will yeah <laughs> really much because this is how these banks make money you know that's how true the interest they want you to not pay so that they yeah. can charge you interest, charge interest. is it no just giving you the money is like, mm, I beg, exactly. this one is not going to pay any interest. It's from their interest that they are getting money because that's how they think about, okay, time value of money because it's costing them. That money they are giving you instantly, It because of things like inflation, it will be worth less if you bring it to them at the same value. So they want you to not be, so that's, that's in, because think about it, inflation is at what, 3%? And if their interest rate is 23%, you subtract <laughs> that the rule rate they are getting is like 20% exactly. benefits to them. Yeah. See, these banks are criminals. So pay it off don't do that That's but you're you're oh you, money. exactly like, you. exactly exactly so the meat behind like oh don't take credit card it's really bad for you or i don't subscribe i know like apparently they say dave ramsey or i've heard him say like oh credit card and credit score zero it doesn't matter that's great because he's a millionaire he has a lot of but money you think the reason because i'm trying to play the devil's advocate here <laughs> it's because look at America you know True. every day we hear about the debt most families are in, in bankruptcy I didn't debt. know human yeah. beings like personal people could file for bankruptcy so if we're very be- if we're being honest do you think the average person can actually handle a credit card I think I think the reason why most people are not able to handle credit cards is down to financial education because with our families or growing up as Nigerians We've always seen like debt, we say, as something very bad. So we actively try not to be in debt. 
But here, it's like, oh, before you know one to two things, even when you want to pay for something, oh, apply for credit card, apply for credit card. You know, exactly, exactly. So it's like the culture, exactly. So the culture has always seemed like, oh, collect credit card, collect credit card. You know, you can get this one, that one, all the benefits, all the things that shine, all that glitters. But now everything that is glittering is gold, you know? So that's how they are trapped in this golden cuff where they are buying too much of something they can't afford. And when, God forbid, they, are, they lose a job or something happens, they are already filing for bankruptcy. So it's the same thing, even with mortgages. So people are going to take mortgage of houses that if something happens, they are not able to afford because somebody said something that if now, did somebody define broke as if currently somehow your source of income stops for a moment in time. Can you afford the lifestyle you currently have? And if you cannot, some rearrangement has to be made. But here, it's not being thought that way. Credit cards are pushed, uh, financing, mortgages. It's just in the culture. It's literally, that's the reason why you have, do you know how crazy it is that there's a culture that rewards you for being a borrower? Do you know, there's nothing that rewards you for paying things in cash. Because I remember (laughs) like one time I was trying to negotiate something, right? When I was, getting one of my cars and i'm like oh my gosh i'm paying in cash and the guy was like yeah that doesn't matter <laughs> because you're getting the money either way and i'm like oh, so you're not going to give me any incentive <laughs> because i'm paying this thing in full and you're like nah so that's literally a culture i feel like if there was better education and people were more aware of hey how do you plan to pay this off how do you plan to spend this how do you plan to budget or things like that then they wouldn't be in so much debt it's just education i think that's it because I mean, we're all reasonable. I would like to think the average person is a rational human being because the average person takes care of themselves. They shower, they eat, they go. So they want good to come to themselves. If they are aware that, man, this sword or this thing can turn into a severed head, they wouldn't put themselves in that trouble. And that's for the average person, not the person that's like living the high life and just wants to flex for the gram. That's what I think. So who does this burden of responsibility fall on? I feel, Are you responsible for your education? Yes, 100%. But the thing is, like, as time goes on, more and more people will begin to realize. Because remember, initially people were like, oh, get passive income, invest. And nobody took it seriously. But now, look at what happened because of COVID. Now everyone is taking investing seriously, financial wellness seriously, education. Because, like, our generation didn't have to experience it. Like, our parent generation, they went through 2008 crisis. So the generation before that went through the Great Depression. So you see they've had, like, shocks to like make them like, man, you have to get your money right. So this was our shock for our generation to be like, hey, you know, take get your money right. Don't rely on one source of income. See, many people, I, I would argue one of the reasons why, you know, unemployment numbers are not favorable is because people are realizing that, ha, yeah. just one source of income or this minimum wage you give me is not enough and they're arguing for more. But yeah, that's what I think. Awesome. So that's it on today's episode. We're super excited that you are listening to us. So thank you guys and have a good rest of your day.